We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Better Living. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. We have a returning guest back to the show. Her name is Lexi OKK. She's the Managing Coordinator for Serve West Dallas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Nick. How are you? I'm really good. It's good to have you back. Uh, Serve West. Yes. All right. So you guys do a lot in the 75212 area code, Uh and you guys do a lot. Yes. To say the least. Okay. So the last time you were here, we talked about all the good things that you guys do, but for anybody who is joining us that didn't get to hear that interview, uh, let's just talk about the basics of Serve West Dallas. What are you guys doing? Who are you? Absolutely. Like you mentioned, Nick, uh, Serve West Dallas serves the residents of the 75212 zip code in Dallas, which is one of the more under-resourced and underrepresented communities within Dallas. And what we do as an organization is we focus on building collaborations that address the gaps in services to our residents. So uh, when you look at our organization, you'll see that we've got 15 organizations that are partners, so that sit around the table with us when we work on various initiatives and we're doing things to address the needs in the communities. But then what we also do is we say, Um, even beyond what those partners are doing, what are the gaps in services? And so what we do is we say, what are the other partners that are outside of the community um, that need to be at the table in order to address those gaps? Um, And specifically, we do those in three program areas, education, health, and employment. Of those 15 groups that you work with, is that kind of a rotating cast, or are you pretty locked in with who you guys are working with? We are locked in and loaded with these crazy cast of characters that we have as our partners, and we love them dearly because they are invested in the community, um, and they are really focused on making sure that the needs of our residents are met in very innovative and truly creative ways. You said that you're always willing to get outside of 212, Mm -hmm. but... This is what the whole group is about. So are these groups, these partners, are they in that area? Are they in West Dallas or these groups that maybe come in to serve West Dallas? Um, Both and. Both and. (laughs) And so uh, for the most part, our our, our 15 ministry partners are in West Dallas, and they're certainly committed to the 75212. The beautiful thing is, though, a lot of times when we serve West Dallas and our partners do programs and our initiatives, um, they are looking at how is this successful within the under-resourced community, and then they are able to scale Uh, to replicate and scale those programs. And so we have several ministry partners that not only do work in West Dallas, but they also do work in South Dallas as well, um, with hopefully someday maybe some of those programs uh, being replicated uh, nationwide. Gaps. Uh, I hear this term a lot when uh, with the groups that I usually talk to. Mm -hmm. What are some of the gaps or things that people need uh, in West Dallas? Sure. Um, And you'll actually see this in under-resourced communities. I'll talk specifically about our employment program. So what we see, and actually J.P. Morgan Chase did a study on this, is there is a disconnect between our young adults, so those that are 18 to 24 and have graduated from high school. um, There's a disconnect between them 
STEM and some of the middle skill career pathways uh, that are here. Specifically, healthcare and IT are the two areas uh, that J.P. Morgan Chase identified. And so when we say gap in service as it relates to employment, we're saying how can we create a program that connects those youth to those opportunities, those employment opportunities? So that's one example. Another example is our health program, our health area. And that is in under-resourced communities, they will use the emergency rooms as hospitals as primary care, as opposed to how it was originally intended. And so there's a gap in service in that there are resources in the community, there are clinics, um, but then and also there are people that are willing to help and assist those that are experiencing some sort of health challenge. How can we create a program that causes that connection to happen between an individual experiencing a health challenge, the uh, local or community-based resources, um, and then uh, to help them to be able to manage that? And a lot of that is preventive care. Absolutely. Absolutely. The program that you were talking about, the jobs program, I believe I discussed it with uh, two representatives from the United Way here in Dallas, Pathways to Work. That's correct. Andrea Gillespie and Susan Hoff came in and we talked quite a bit about that program and what you guys are doing. And you guys are a big part of that. Yes, yes. And we are so incredibly excited about that particular program because that gap is a very real gap. That gap between um, a graduate, uh, high school graduate and the career opportunities, specifically the middle skill career opportunities that are here in Dallas. And so the partners at the table are Baylor United Methodist uh, Center, um, uh, un- excuse me, Baylor University Medical Center, um, certainly um, uh, United Way, Anthem Strong Families. And so we've got some real partners at the table to address that particular gap. And we're so excited even about some of the results that we see already. So I got to interview nearly everyone you talked about uh-huh. just now because you invited me to a meeting about Pathways, and uh, it's a it's a phenomenal program. Yes. It's very interesting. It's mm-hmm. still real early mm-hmm. in its mm-hmm. stages. Have you been happy with how things have been going with Pathways and how it's kind of impacting West Dallas? We're incredibly happy to the point that the reason why I recommended all those all those organizations is because I'm we're seeing the results, um, and the results are that you've got – Um, youth that were so undecided about what their future could be, um, had no idea how they would ever eventually be able to sustain a family because they were going into um, low-wage, minimum-wage type positions. And now what they're seeing is not only are they being supported as far as actually being able to go into a job at at a corporation that provides benefits and a living wage, but they're also a part of a program that Serve What Stylus offers that really helps them with the social, emotional, and relational skills that they need to be successful in a middle skill career. It's transformational. What what are some of those things that you guys are helping these kids basically Mm -hmm. focus on because you know for me i hear job benefits after that i don't really you know i'm pretty much (laughs) tuning out i'm like this sounds awesome but you guys study this stuff and you really know what works and what does not work and obviously that's that's a big 
portion of making this successful. So what are we looking at there? You're right on the money. Um, So what we look at is we say that even beyond the hard skills that you need in order to be successful in the job, um, for someone who is not from an under-resourced community, they may may not be aware of some of the soft skills that are required. How do you relate to your coworkers? How do you relate to your boss? Um, How, um, why is it important to be uh, on time or early uh, to a job and not just one or two or three times in order to get you past that 90 day period, but consistently throughout your career. Um, And then there are other things, even as it relates to um, the whole ecosystem that surrounds an individual in order to be successful, they may not have that support system uh, that we, uh, many people take for granted. And so what our program is helping to do is to really create a support system for that individual so that when they walk through the doors at Baylor University Medical Center, it's not just that they have the certification needed in order to perform that job. It's that they have all of these wraparound services and things that they need to truly feel successful. And when we do this program, um, we don't consider success that, oh, they've got the job. We consider success when they have seen themselves progressing through a career Um, And so that's why we're excited about it. This lack of support that a lot of people receive when they're going through something like this was kind of shocking to me, Mm -hmm. honestly. It wasn't something that I had really thought about being a problem. If you're Mm -hmm. trying to better yourself, which will therefore better the community, Mm -hmm. who wouldn't be a part of that? So how do you kind of help these people to get past that stuff without a support system in place. Mm -hmm. Sure. So that is a part of the actual support system that we begin to create. So we actually have a dedicated case manager for this program. Um, And that person uh, and that those uh, the people, that team that's managing that, there are assessments that they take. Um, There are milestones um, that they know that they need to progress through. Um, So there is a whole program around that in order to help facilitate their success. And then on the Baylor side of things, Baylor has actually provided um, a mentor to our program participants. And so and they have a curriculum. It's a very Um, It's a very focused, intentional program that we're doing in order to ensure their success and provide everything they need in order to be successful. So a lot of structure, but in a good way. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. What is the name of that program? Sure. It's got a long name, but it really, it describes exactly what it is. It is the Serve West Dallas Middle Skills Career Pathway in Healthcare Program. That says it all. (laughs) Yes. I think that pretty much does it. Yes. Um, Is that only through Pathways, or is that a service that maybe anybody that's looking to better themselves could be a part of? Sure. So there's um, there's several answers to that question. It is not only through um, Pathways. Um, Serve West Dallas is one of four organizations here in Dallas that actually the city of Dallas is partnering with to pilot this whole concept, this model. Um, So there's other um, there are other organizations that are doing it um, with other uh, business entities attached to it. Um, 
But And so there are other ways someone could get involved or kind of enter the program. Um, ours is obviously specifically with Baylor. So it is it is a healthcare um, pathway. Um, but yeah, I mean, if someone has specific questions about a particular, um, e- either ours or another organization, they can certainly contact Serve West Dallas and we can make the connections or answer the questions. And that website is servewestdallas.org or you can give them a call at 214-530-9147. Lexi OKK is the managing coordinator of Serve West Dallas. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you back in the studio today, mm-hmm. of all times, mm-hmm. is it's summertime. Yes, it and is. And I bet that you guys are crazy busy. It is crazy busy in the summertime in West Dallas, and we love it. Um, there are kids and volunteers everywhere. So this is probably the high point of the year for you guys, right? I think it is just because I like to see our programs in action. Yeah. Um, and that's really kind of one of the things you get to see, especially with our younger residents. It's what you get to see once summertime gets up and running. All right. So what are the things that you guys are involved with? Because, you know, two out of the three things that you guys focus on mm-hmm. are really probably going to be big right now. Education, making sure kids are still getting something during the summer while they're not actually in school. Mm-hmm. And then for those old enough, maybe helping out with summer jobs or just making sure that people have employment mm-hmm. during these summer months. Absolutely. So uh, what do you guys have going? Sure. So, and when I talk about this, I talk in terms of not only what Serve West Dallas is doing, but really across all of our finish. 15 ministry partners. That's the beauty of what we do is we have no problem sharing what everybody's doing because it's all important uh, to the success of our residents. Um, We've got certainly a number of camps, um, uh, sports camps, as well as dance camps, um, reading uh, things that are going on uh, that are going on in the organization. Specifically, um, if anyone's taking notes, Brother Bill's Helping Hand is doing um, tutoring throughout the summer. So anyone one that loves to read to kids or listen to kids read um, because, as you mentioned, summertime is where uh, kids can fall behind Mm -hmm. um, if they don't have that ongoing uh, work being done. So that's happening um, as well as uh, Second Saturday, which uh, rehabs uh, some of our seniors' homes. They will continue to do those projects on the second Saturday of the month, of course. Um, And then Brother Bill's Helping Hands does some really cool things. They do a ballet camp. Camp, and they're looking for, particularly if we have some high school volunteers out there, uh, we're looking for some high school girls to help volunteer with that. Um, and then they do their ongoing programs. They do um, uh, Zumba. Uh, they do a grocery store. Um, and then they do also some financial literacy type things. And we're always looking for volunteers for those as well. I saw on your website once again, which is servewestdallas.org, that it looks like you're looking for reading buddy volunteers. So I'm assuming that's the Brother Bill's thing? Um, that's actually Serve West Dallas. Oh, manages you got your own. That, Yeah, manages that particular program. So Brother Bill's does do um, a reading literacy voice of hope. Hope does a reading literacy program, um, um, but Reading Buddies is through Serve West Dallas, and it's a phenomenal program where it's a really easy entry for a volunteer in that it's once a week over lunchtime, one-on-one with one of our kids, where you listen to them read. So it's really helping them to reinforce their ability to read, and of course that volunteer then helps them pronounce you know, whatever they need in order to uh, really strengthen their literacy skills, and we've seen a 
amazing results from that, not just from the actual literacy side, but really also from that child having one-on-one attention. So that social emotional um, is strengthened as well. I think a program like that is a good way to introduce people to volunteering. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, it's once a week for an hour Mm -hmm. and you're just kind of hanging out with a kid and helping them to learn how to read. Absolutely. Uh, What are you looking for in volunteers when they're going to be doing things like that? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we look for consistency. Um, we like someone who is going to be committed um, to uh, whatever volunteer opportunity um, they've signed up for. Uh, we'll look for someone who is kind <laughs> um, and which we over and over always receive. But I love to talk about that because that speaks to the values of how we like to connect with our residents. Um, and we look so- for someone who's competent. So uh, I am I feel like I'm alliterating for you right now. <laughs> Being able to read helps is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, it is this summer. So where, where does this happen? Sure. It actually happens all over West Dallas, which um, not to be intimidated or anything, but think of it this way. If you're in downtown Dallas, so if you work in downtown Dallas, it is literally a five minute drive across the river for you to get to us. Um, the same for the Park Cities. It is only five minutes away, but all of our programs happen um, either in our office or even uh, in our partners' offices, and they're all in West Dallas, five minutes away. Well, uh, what area of Dallas are we talking about for people that maybe don't know by zip code? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you said you're right across the river. So where are you guys at? So we are right across the river from downtown Dallas. Downtown Dallas is our eastern border. Loop 12 is our western border. Um, Our southern border is I-30. And our northern border uh, is the Trinity River. Okay. Yeah. So that narrows it down. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Um, Like I said, you guys guys have a lot of stuff going on during this summer. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're looking for volunteers. So is this one of those things where people kind of maybe contact you and figure out what you guys need? Absolutely. And what we did, actually, um, this was our uh, first time to do this. We published our West Dallas uh, volunteer guide. And what it is, it is a consolidation of all those volunteer opportunities and the need for volunteers into one easy place where you can see what all is available to uh, get involved with. You can find that again on our website. And if you go uh, to servewestdallas.org and then you'll see a drop down menu for uh, donating and it's under give time and you'll find our volunteer guide there. Is that really one of the main functions that you guys serve as Serve West Dallas, would you say, is really trying to connect these people? It seems to me that's what this organization is all about, is trying to connect people to really help one area. Is that kind of a good way to surmise what you guys do? It is. It is. And it's a, certainly a component of that is volunteer opportunities. But it's also even other organizations. Um, and it's the idea is, you know, we understand the picture that the picture that is painted of West Dallas. There are challenges in the community. It's bringing all of these resources to bear to address those challenges. The picture of West Dallas has really changed Mm -hmm. for a lot of people over the years. Do you agree with that? Or that are the ways that people are maybe enjoying West Dallas now actually helping the community in the way that it probably should? 
That's an interesting question. <laughs> and the answer is yes, I've absolutely seen Because the, the real estate is getting better, but also more expensive. The mm-hmm. restaurants are getting better, mm-hmm. but also more expensive. Mm-hmm. There's The arts are huge in that area, and mm-hmm. that can go sometimes either way of mm-hmm. being good for the community or maybe kind of exclusatory. Right. So how do you see, how does Serve West view the changes that mm-hmm. West Dallas has gone over the past few years, let's sure, say. Sure, sure. So um, we are appreciative of the development that is happening uh, in West Dallas in that we understand that with that development, um, it it brings more people into the community. They understand uh, the commu- where the community is um, and hopefully have a chance to experience the community. Um, what's important to us is that folks don't just see West Dallas as, you know, Trinity River, uh, Trinity Groves, or, um, you know, the specific entity that they're going to visit, but that they understand this community has values. Um, it has um, things that are just amazing and incredible about it that have value and that are worth uh, knowing about and protecting. And so Serve with Dallas sees its role as um, an organization that not only shares the volunteer opportunities, shares about what the challenges are in the community, but also shares you know, that there are values within West Dallas and that the wider Dallas community knows about that, knows, you know, some of the resource challenges, but also really some of the community assets, because there truly are community assets in West Dallas. Have you seen that a lot of people that are coming into West Dallas, because there has been an influx of new people to that area, have they gotten along with West Dallas? Is, is there kind of an assimilation happening that you see? That's a work in progress because we've got the building of the different communities that have happened. Um, I don't know how um, how filled they are yet. And so um, we haven't necessarily met all of our new neighbors, I guess you could say, um, to be able to say, OK, there there is that integration into the values and everything that's happening in West Dallas. I don't know that we can fully say that yet, um, but part of what our goal is to communicate uh, and to ongoing uh, do the ongoing communication that's necessary so that they can uh, so that there can be a meeting of the mind so that there can be that integration one of the things that you guys work on that we really haven't talked too much about for at least this summer is health mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff happening for people especially you know because again kids are out of school mm-hmm. also it gets really hot mm-hmm. dangerously hot I feel like it's dangerously hot in the studio right now I don't know why it's so hot in here I'm hot uh-huh. um, but there are real problems. Uh, that people experience during the summer. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you guys have going to help with that? Sure. So, and that's what a lot of our programs are about. One, you know, with the kids out of school, making sure that they have a place where they can go, where they're still being educated, um, that they're getting a healthy lunch, um, all those things that need to happen. And so that's why a lot of our programming is focused on the kids. We're sending them. We all, not only have camps in the uh, community, they're going off to camp. So they're experiencing so many different things. And then uh, even if Surf West Dallas may not necessarily providing a particular uh, program that addresses may- maybe perhaps an adult's need within uh, in the community in- during the summertime, we have connections to other organizations that are doing different things. So there's the West Dallas Community Center. There's so many others that are doing the programs, whether it be help with the utility bill or, you know, so many different things so that they can uh, have access to those resources. You were talking a lot about 
values mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that West Dallas has a certain set of values. Yes. What are some of the things that you really enjoy or like about that area of Dallas? What really speaks to you mm-hmm. when you think of West Dallas? Sure. Um, family. Um, and we may have spoken about this before, but family is absolutely a value in West Dallas. Um, and when you see that in an under-resourced community, family is not just um, described or defined by DNA. Um, it's defined by the folks that help you to navigate through life. And so family for us in West Dallas can be, you know, maybe there's a mom and dad at home in the home. Maybe it's a home led by the grandparents. Um, maybe it's your play aunt or play uncle that's down the street. But regardless, there is a very strong sense of family um, and what that means to the survival of an individual. Um, and I love seeing that in the community. Um, the other thing that I see is there is a strong sense of community. So even outside the family unit, um, there is a sense of, you know what, this is my hood. Um, I love it. I appreciate it. I appreciate the people. And even if other people may have a perception of what West Dallas is about, I know that um, that what we have here is good. Um, and so um, I see that and I love it. There is a strong sense of faith. Um, And so faith plays a large role in the West Dallas community. Um, And that's kind of a bedrock or an anchor really for the community because so many people experience tough times. And when you're experiencing a very difficult time in your life, so many folks, it's not it's not only your support system, but it's also, you know, the faith um, that uh, that grounds you and helps you to go through that. So those are the things that I see day after day after day and that really remind me of my why for the work that I do. Let's put you on the spot and talk about something specific in West Dallas. Okay, mm-hmm. you are. Do you you do you live there? I actually don't live in West Dallas. I'm sorry, everybody. But you spend a lot of time. But there. I spend so much okay. time there. Okay, so let's even focus since, on that. Even since ever since the '80s, actually. Okay, all right. So you know this area very, very well. Mm-hmm. What is something, a place that you kind of want to plug? Something that you like? Is there a restaurant there? Is there a movie theater there? Is there a bar you like to go to? What is there a place there? that you love in West Dallas, and if people wanted to go check it out, you know they'd love it. Okay, so I know that there are a lot of folks that know about this place. That's a great question, Nick. Um, I love food, and I love Herrera's Restaurant in West Dallas on Uh Sylvan Avenue. (laughs) If you are at all a fan of Tex-Mex, that family-owned restaurant, um, they have an enchilada plate at lunch, and get a large sweet tea, and it is phenomenal. Is there anything better than the family-owned Mexican restaurant? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, Herrera's. Yes. Lexi is giving it her thumbs up. Yeah. All right, is there anything else that we need to go over happening for Serve West that's going on for the summer? Sure. No, I just want to remind everybody, please um, find the volunteer opportunity guide on our website, um, because that will show you how you can engage with us. Um, because that's really what we're looking for. We love um, when folks come into the community, understand who we are, and we put that in the volunteer opportunity guide. It's not just a listing. We talk about our why for the work that we do, and we talk about so many things. Um, And so that's the way you can really engage in the work we do. Serve West Dallas can be found online at servewestdallas.org. I've been speaking with Lexi OKK. She is their managing coordinator. If you need anything else, you can give them a call at 214-530-9147. 
Let's go to uh, Herrera's and get, get some enchiladas. Let's do it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.